Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I'll be reviewing 1992's The Mighty Ducks. Hi guys, and welcome to the show. Today I'll be reviewing Mighty Ducks. Like I said, first off, let me do what you might call a PSA. You remember PSAs? Do they still do PSAs? I don't even know if they still do PSAs. I don't, I don't watch a lot of television, traditional television anymore. I don't watch a lot of traditional television anymore, so I don't even know if they still do PSAs. But this is a PSA. Celebrities, wash your ass. Please. Can you wash? Can you wash your booties? Please. Because it seems to be the trend for, cele- for, for celebrities to come out and say that they don't wash their ass. We had Ashton Kutcher. Mila Kunis talk about it what like a couple weeks ago and this week we got Jake Gyllenhaal Jake Gyllenhaal talking about he don't wash his ass that's nasty that's nasty and like, I just I'm like I'm not gonna lie I just took a shower before I did this podcast because I took because I took a poop that's TMI TMI I'm not gonna I'm not gonna divulge too much information but uh but my ass was my ass was, 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 was funky, and I had to go wash it. Okay, I had to go wash my ass because I don't like walking around like a little, like a little dirty hobo. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't do it. Like I love staying clean. I love being clean. I've been complimented on my hygiene many times by people. People say, "Oh wow, you smell really good." You know, I've even heard, like, I smell really good for a guy. I'm like, how many guys out here ain't washing their ass? Like, how many of y'all out here ain't washing the dick cheese out your dick and washing the the poo-poo crumbs out of your... (laughs) Washing the poo-poo crumbs out of your booty holes. Wash under your armpits and get get up under that neck. Get in the back of that neck, you know. Get the, like get your wash your face, you know. Wash the taint, wash that little gooch, the taint in between your nutsack and your booty hole. You know, just like clean your feet, just clean, just everything, man. You got to clean your body, man. Keep your body clean. It's nasty, Jake Gyllenhaal. You fucking nasty. Ashton Kutcher, you're nasty. Mila Kunis, you're nasty. Wash your ass. Wash your kids' ass. Uh, ain't nobody, ain't nobody trying to have sex with a woman with a dirty coochie. Can't do it. You know, I, ain't, I ain't trying to get up in no dirty coochie. That's disgusting. Uh, just, just wash your ass, people. Wash your ass. And shout out to Chris Evans for letting everybody know he washed his ass. Because that's America's ass, goddammit. <laughs> and he needs to keep it clean. Moving on. Uh, I saw the Suicide Squad this past week. 
uh, this past weekend. Sorry. Uh, hope everybody in that movie washes their ass. <laughs> I hope there's nobody up in there that's dirty. Oh, I hope Idris Elba uh, keeps keep keeps his body clean. And, and, and Margot Robbie and uh, keep her body clean. You know, uh, uh, Viola Davis keep your body clean. And Viola Davis looks like a clean lady. I don't know what it is. She just looks clean. But uh, you know, <laughs> she just she just seems like a clean woman. But I don't know about the rest of these motherfuckers. They, they might not keep their body clean from what I'm hearing. But anyway, uh, <laughs> you might walk up on some of these celebrities. You might walk up on some of these celebrities and be like, "Ooh, you stank." You know. <laughs> You know, like, I'm just saying, man. Just saying. I heard somebody uh, say that. Uh, I heard, I'm not. You know what? I'm not even going to repeat that. I'm not even going to repeat that. I might meet these people one day, but I'm just saying, like, if I meet you, please don't smell. Like, wear some Axe body spray. Wear some fucking cologne. Wear some perfume. Some shit. You know, uh, just. Keep it clean, everybody. Keep it fucking clean. But back to Suicide Squad. I saw Suicide Squad <laughs> this past weekend. And I'm trying to see how to come around to this. Because I watched. I had to watch the movie twice. I watched it first with my wife. And, you know, like, when you're watching it with somebody. Like, I don't know if it's you. But when I watch movies with somebody else, I kind of get taken out of the movie. I can't be a critic. You know, I kind of get taken out of the movie because I'm, I'm swept up in the fun that I'm having with the person that I'm with watching the movie. I'm swept up, you know, just in just in having fun. Like, because like whenever I watch a movie, whenever I watch a movie with my wife or with anybody else, you know, like if I'm going over to a friend's house and like like yeah, like a watch like watch parties or some shit like that. You know, like it's just like it's about the fun. We ain't even we ain't even like really worried about the movie. We ain't really talking about the movie. We ain't. We just having fun with the movie, so I can't really be a critic the first time around. So I watched it again yesterday uh, afternoon. I think it was yesterday afternoon. I watched it again yesterday afternoon, and I put my critic hat critic hat on. And I'm just gonna say it's a fifty fifty to me. It's a fifty fifty movie to me. I mean, I still had fun with the movie but there's still things in the movie that you would criticize the first Suicide Squad movie for doing that they did in this movie let me break it down let me break it down to you everybody complained in the first Suicide Squad movie about the soundtrack there was just like a big ass thing like everybody was like oh my god this is a soundtrack movie they're trying to push the soundtrack every not, not every scene needs to have a fucking soundtrack not every scene needs to have an old song in it or something like that the suicide squad the the new suicide squad did the same fucking shit and we're dealing with james gunn okay Dealing with James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy, which had a whole bunch of old music in it. And we didn't complain about it. We didn't complain about it. I'm not defending the first Suicide Squad. 
movie. I'm not defending it at all. I did not like it. I think it's a terrible, I think it's a terrible fucking movie. I really do. I'm like, there's parts in it. I'm not going to say terrible. I'm not going to say it's a terrible movie. It's not. I haven't watched it since I've seen it. But, uh, but it's not the best movie. You know, that's what I'm going to say. It's not the best movie. It's not a terrible movie like people say it is, like people say it is, but it's not good either (laughs) you know like there's parts there's parts in this movie there's parts in the first suicide squad movie that i'm like "Mm, i like that and there's parts in this the the first suicide squad movie there's a lot of parts in the first suicide squad movie i was like "Mm, they shouldn't have went that route you know (laughs) so i'm just gonna keep it at that but james gunn did guardians of the galaxy and there was a whole bunch of music in there and nobody complained about it. But when Suicide Squad did it, when Suicide Squad did it, it was like, oh my God, all this fucking music, blah, 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 blah. And then in James Gunn's Suicide Squad, he does the same shit. There's a lot of fucking music in here. He did this, like I said, did the shit in Guardians of the Galaxy. But Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, I don't really care for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 because the music got on my fucking nerves after a while after a while i was like i'm done you know like we'll see what he does with volume three but i'm just i was like suicide squad volume two is not one of my favorite marvel movies it's 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 at the bottom because like because of all this fucking music bro (laughs) all this goddamn music but did the same shit uh there are some things in there there is some things in there that i thought was going to be dumb in this movie and turn around and have a purpose like there's a scene towards the end of the movie with king shark and with king shark where he goes upstairs for no reason and he there's like an aquarium with like these colorful like jellyfish in there and like he's fucking with the jellyfish right like he's like playing with the jellyfish and he's having fun with the jellyfish he's like oh friends ah, and all this shit and he's running around I, did i mention this is gonna be a spoiler review this is gonna be a spoiler review by the way um i forgot that i forgot to mention spoilers so if you haven't seen suicide squad you haven't seen the suicide squad i gotta put the i gotta put the the in front of it so you'll know the difference if you haven't seen the suicide squad cut it off right now or fast forward fast forward to the mighty ducks review if you don't want to hear this so and like then you watch the suicide squad come back and listen to my spoiler review um but yeah that's a part that's a part in here with king shark like i said king shark he's fucking with these little jellyfish things and he's like running oh yeah friends Uh and all this shit and then um you're like so you're like what was the point of that? I think even watching it, watching it with my wife, my wife turned around. She's like, "What was the point of that?" You know, right? <laughs> and so, like, we were just like, "I'm like, I don't know." And so we're just looking at this. It was like that was a pointless scene, but it comes back around towards the end because um, there's an explosion in the building, and the 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 the, the aquarium where the jellyfish are break out. Like they come out. And you find out that they're like flesh-eating jellyfish. They got teeth and shit, you know. So, so that was the uh, the 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 what would you call it? 
that was the, the twist, you might say, to that scene. So you're like, oh, okay, I thought this was going to be a stupid scene, but it actually did make sense. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, man, like there's some things in here. I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this one. Uh, uh, I enjoyed this one a little bit more than the first one. Not going to lie, but like I said, like there's some things in here that was like the soundtrack, You like people talked about the soundtrack in the first one and you could you condemned David Ayer for that but which David Ayer said that wasn't even his fucking idea you know <laughs> David Ayer was like having all that music and it wasn't even my idea you know I didn't want that so you did that but let's get let's get into the meat of this movie the meeting the, Su- the suicide squad uh a lot of the characters like I said spoilers if you haven't seen it fast forward Click it off, go watch Suicide Squad, come back. Because spoilers, spoiler alert, a lot of the Suicide Squad, most of the Suicide Squad fucking dies in the first 10 minutes. In the first 10 minutes, most of the Suicide Squad is dead. Uh, Weasel. (laughs) Everybody's like, oh, that's that Weasel. Dead. He dies first. He dies first. Yeah, he dies first. Weasel dies first. Everybody was talking about, uh, look at that Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson dead. He dies second. He gets shot in the fucking head. <laughs> he gets shot in the, he, basically he gets shot in the face. Like his whole face fucking comes off. Like they shoot his fucking face off. Like he has no face. So like yeah, like I said, most of the Suicide Squad fucking dead. They killed my man Captain Boomerang. Yeah, like he did, he did some cool shit at the beginning where like he took his boomerang and he fucking sl- swung it at somebody and cut the top of their fucking head off. That shit was pretty fucking dope. But he dies. <laughs> he fucking dies. So he dies. Uh, the, ca- the, the, the the detachable kid dies. Uh, the character that Michael Rooker is it Michael Rooker or Michael Roker? I think it's Michael Rooker. Uh, the character that Michael Rooker died plays dies. Like he dies. Uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of the Suicide Squad is they fucking die. I'm just, I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna name down all the names of the Suicide Squad that dies. But yeah. Like I said, like I said, 50-50. Very 50-50. I'm very 50-50 on this movie because I like there's like this. There's a there's a lot of things in this movie I enjoy, but there's a lot of things in this movie that were fucking a little little grating. John Cena is the best part of this movie. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> As I get my memory back and learn and uh, think about all this shit, John Cena is the best part of this movie. As the peacemaker, the peacemaker is fucking dope, <laughs> and he's violent as shit. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> he like he he was just killing left and right. Just shooting people, stabbing people, chopping their fucking heads off, all types of shit. Just he didn't give a fuck. Uh, Idris Elba in here as Bloodsport. He's he's pretty much he's pretty much Deadshot. You know, in this movie they gave him a daughter and all this shit, but he hates his daughter. Unlike Will Smith in the first movie where he loves his daughter, Bloodsport hates his daughter. He he. Wishes she would go somewhere and fucking die, actually. You know, like, but he, he's not a fan of his daughter. His daughter and his daughter's becoming like a career criminal just like him. You know, 
There's a couple of cameos in here. Uh, you saw Calendar Man played by James Gunn's brother Sean Gunn. You know, like that was that was the only because like there was another a couple of other cameos in this movie, but like I'm not that deep into DC like I am Marvel. Uh, I wouldn't even say I'm that deep into Marvel either. But uh, I rem- I know Calendar Man, but like, there was a couple of other characters in here. Like there's this chick that's like all painted up and shit. Like, she looks like a mosaic painting or some shit. And I was like, who the fuck is that? She's somebody. So, I don't I don't know who that is. Um, but, yeah. <sighs> but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> where do I go from here? I'm trying to think about where I go from here. Uh, you got Starro. Like, they're going to get Starro the Conqueror. Oh, oh. This is gonna be a. I'm, I'm just gonna tell you, this is gonna be an erratic. This is gonna be a fucking erratic review because I'm just going off the top of my dome. I'm just going off the top of my dome with this shit. They kill Rick Flag, by the way. They kill Rick Flag. This is what I'm talking about. This is it. They kill Rick Flag, which uh, kind of surprised me because if you read Suicide Squad, if you know about the, the history of the Suicide Squad, uh, he's kind. Rick Flag is kind of like the glue that holds the Suicide Squad together. Uh, but they kill him off. They kill Rick Flag. I was like, I was shocked by that. That was like the, I want to say that was the shocking death other than Captain Boomerang. Because I thought Captain Boomerang was going to live. But they killed Captain Boomerang. Uh, they killed Rick Flag. Uh, they, there was somebody else that they killed early on in the movie that I'm like trying to remember. And I can't remember right now. But anyway. But yeah. Because that's what you're here for. Yeah, you want to you hear about who dies. If, you, if you've seen the movie, you, you, you know who dies. But uh, <laughs> but anyway. But yeah, man. The Kill Rick flag, which kind of surprised me. Which I was, because I was like, he's the glue that holds the Suicide Squad together. You know, like, if you read the books, if you, if you look at any of, like, the animated stuff that they do. With, with the Suicide Squad. He's he he he's kinda like the head man in charge. He keeps them together. He's kinda like the 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 the, the, the Wrangler of the Suicide Squad. If any of them get out of control, he's there to stop them. You know, so they ain't got that guy no more. If they want to do a Suicide Squad three, they don't have that dude anymore. Which I was like, that was I kinda think that was a big mistake. You know, I kind of think that was a big mistake to kill Rick Flag. They should have kept Rick Flag. I think he should, because spoiler alert, Peacemaker's dirty. Uh, Peacemaker uh, is, is, is turns on the Suicide Squad. Him and Rick Flag get in a fight, and Peacemaker kills uh, Rick Flag. Which I was like, they should have just had Rick Flag kill Peacemaker. I was like, why, why? Because Peacemaker, because Peacemaker dies anyway. <laughs> Peacemaker dies anyway. Why not just let uh, him? Why not just let Rick Flag kill Peacemaker? And, and at the end, Bloodsport kills Peacemaker. Like, shoots him right in the throat. You know, so I don't, I don't understand it. They spent a lot of time with Ratcatcher, also. They spent a lot of time with Ratcatcher, which is a character. I'm like, oh, she's, she's like a fucking D level villain. <laughs> You know, I think she's like a D-level Batman villain. <laughs> you know, the rat catcher. They spent a lot of time with her. They kind of 
like humanize her. They humanize the rat catcher too a lot. Like with her rats. The girl that plays her is kind of adorable. You know, the girl that plays her, she's kind of fucking adorable. I did not want I did not want to fall in love with any of these goddamn villains. <laughs> but I fell in love with Rat Catcher because she's kind of cute. She's kind of adorable. You know. I didn't I didn't want I didn't want that to happen. I was like, why they have to I was like, why they have to make this this character so fucking precocious and adorable. I love her. And I was like, and I was afraid for her to die. Cause I was like, I don't want her to die. I'm like, rat catcher, a D-level Batman villain. <laughs> I was like, I don't want her to die. I just I want her to live. But yeah. It's uh I was talking about Starro the Conqueror. Starro the Conqueror is the main villain. You gotta got like a um a B villain too. With uh, the Thinker, who's played by uh, Peter Capaldi, he's kind of like a B-level villain. You think he's with, cause like in, in, in the trailer, you think he's with the Suicide Squad the whole time. He's not. He's not even a part of the Suicide Squad. <laughs> like he's just a dude. He's a dude that that, that made Starro. Not made Starro, but like he was like using Starro for uh for the government, and he was like doing experiments on people and shit. And, like, they were in the experimental room. That shit's kind of fucking... That shit was kind of fucking creepy because they had people in there that, like, they were, like, fucking dying. And, like, he was doing experiments on them. There was a dude up in there with, like, no body. Like, he, like, he had, like, half a torso. <laughs> and he was, like, still moving and shit. There was a dude up in there that didn't have a face. It was kind of fucking gross. You know, it was kind of fucking gross. But, like, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of gross-out moments in this goddamn movie. A lot of gross out moments. If you're if you got a weak stomach, don't watch this movie. Um Harley Quinn's Harley Quinn. Margot Robbie does a great job as Harley Quinn, but like I said, Star of the let's go back to Star of the Conqueror. Star of the Conqueror is the main villain. Uh he's really like the like the extension level event of the movie. This is a which is another thing that people uh like fucking came at date uh, David Ayer about, which I was, which David Ayer was like, this was not my intention. But the whole shit with the Enchantress in the first movie, everybody was like, they shouldn't be fighting nobody like that. That's somebody that the Justice League should be fighting. Why are they? They should be going on like missions and shit. And but in this one, they're fighting Storo the Conqueror, who's a Justice League villain. They. The Justice League fought him in the first issue of Justice League of America. Like 50, like 60 years ago now. You know what I mean? Like, because, like, the Justice League is 60 years old. And in the first, in the first issue of Justice League of America, they fight Starro the Conqueror. He's a Justice League villain. If anybody should have been fighting Starro the Conqueror, it should have been the Justice League. They could have saved him for like Justice League 2 if they ever do it. I don't know. You know? <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I kind of wanted him in Justice League 1 just, just to coincide with the comics. But they didn't do that. So that was that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. Like it's the same shit y'all fucking criticized uh, the first Suicide Squad movie for. It was like, oh, they shouldn't be fighting a, they shouldn't be fighting like a big villain like the Enchantress. They should be fighting some like small time crook or some shit like that. 
you know, they like, like everybody was like, the Joker should have been the main villain. Why are they fighting the Enchantress? But they did the same thing here, you know, so like I said, 50, 50, I'm 50, 50. Like I said, there was some things here that irritated me, like the music, Starro, the Conqueror being the main villain irritated me. Uh, there was good scenes in this movie. I laughed a lot of the shit. There was a lot of shit in here that was funny. Even a lot of the deaths were funny, which shouldn't be funny, but yeah, it was just, yeah. Oh yeah, let me talk about, I want to talk about that last scene, the last, the, the when, it, when uh, the Suicide Squad fight Star or the Conqueror, because this is the, what's left of the Suicide Squad. You got Bloodsport, Harley Quinn, Ratcatcher, King Shark, and Polka Dot Man. They're what's left of the Suicide Squad towards the end of the movie. And I'm looking at this whole movie. <laughs> I'm looking at this whole movie and I'm thinking, yo, is Polka Dot Man gonna live? <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> like, I'm like, this movie's almost over and Polka Dot Man's still alive. You know? <laughs> so I'm like, is Polka Dot Man gonna live? And nah, Starro kills him. <laughs> and Starro the Conqueror like fucking crushes him towards the end because he did because like they set it up to the point where like you like because he does something in the movie he does something in the movie to like to like kind of slow down star or the conqueror and like he gets kind of like happy about it and i'm like oh yeah this is what's gonna happen this is when it's gonna happen because he's getting he's getting happy and he's getting confident about it so be like yeah i did it you saw I did that, and then wow, he like fucking Starro crushes his ass. <laughs> that was like, okay, so uh, Polka Dot Man did. <laughs> I was, cause I was like, yo, man, if Polka Dot Man lived, I was like, kudos for you for letting like a, such a. He's not even that stupid of a character, actually. In this movie, they actually use him for a purpose. You know, like his powers have a purpose in this movie, they, they, they make his powers look cool, actually, he's not just, like, some dude just throwing polka dots at people, like, like, they make his, like, his polka dots, like, disintegrate people, so, like, it's kind of a cool superpower, it kind of gave him, they kind of gave polka dot man a cool superpower, but, yeah, overall, I'm not gonna stay on this movie for long, because, I don't want to talk about the whole goddamn movie, but, overall, I was 50-50 on it, I mean, like I had, like I said, had fun with the movie. There's some things in there that irked me. It's a little bit better than the first Suicide Squad. It's a little bit better. I'll be watching this one again because there's a lot of things in here that are good. I enjoyed John Cena. Idris Elba wasn't bad. I enjoyed Margot Robbie as uh, Harley Quinn. I enjoyed King Sw- King Shark. Uh, King Shark's actually funny in here too, uh, played by Sylvester Stallone. You know, so there were some things in here that I actually enjoyed. There was the, the the positives outweigh the negatives. You might say the positives outweigh the negatives. That's that's it. I'll be back with my Mighty Ducks review. Catch you guys later. Hey guys, welcome back to the show, Mighty Ducks from nineteen ninety two. You know what I like to do? I like to talk about how I watched it as a kid. I saw this movie like a whole year later after it came out, I believe. I was like, I don't know how it happened. It just happened. I think I probably saw it on like the fucking Disney Channel or someplace. I don't know. I don't know where I saw it, but I saw it like a whole year later. 
That's all I remember about how I saw it as a kid. And I loved it. You know, like I, like I said, I, like I've, 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 I've praised this movie. Uh, like I said, haven't seen it in a while. Haven't seen this movie in a while, but I've praised it. You know, but this is my first time. This is my first time actually watching this movie in a while. But I'll go into that later as, as this review goes along. Um, let's get into the technical. This movie was directed by, by Stephen Henrik, who uh, directed the first Bill and Ted movie, 100 Dalmatians, and Critters. He also, I was looking at his filmography, and he also directed my favorite guilty pleasure, Rockstar. If, if you've never seen Rockstar, go check out Rockstar. It's hilarious. <laughs> with Mark Wahlberg and Jennifer Aniston. It's a hilarious fucking movie. Check out Rockstar. I love it. I love it, love it, love it to pieces. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. <laughs> I love that fucking movie. Uh, the script was written by Stephen Brill. The movie has a Rotten Tomato score of 23%. Once again, just like Three Ninjas, not gonna die on the hill for the Mighty Ducks. You know, like, just not gonna do it. The movie had a budget of $14 million and brought in a box office total of $50.8 million. So it surpassed what uh, it was supposed to do. And it got a whole bunch of fucking sequels. It's a, it's a franchise now. So <laughs> would y'all talk about those sequels in the coming future? Let's talk about the plot. The plot of this movie is about Gordon Bombay, who's a hockey player turned attorney, who was arrested for drunk driving, and he's sentenced to coach a peewee hockey team. Emilio Estevez stars as Gordon Bombay. Last week, when I was talking about the Three Ninjas, go check that review out. Go check out the Three Ninjas review. I talked about ripoff movies. I was talking about how Three Ninjas was a ripoff of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Home Alone. You know, blatantly. They blatantly rip it off. Well, this movie is Bad News Bears on Ice. Is what it is. This is the Bad News Bears on Ice. We got the bitter adult who has to deal with the kids against his will, but ends up loving the kids at the end. (laughs) I mean, like, we've seen this story many times. A lot of times in the 90s after this movie, there was plenty like sports movies where like you have the underdog poor kids who have to go up against the evil snobby rich kids, you know, and they have to come up and they have to and they have to face adversity and overcome it and win the game and all this shit, you know, like they always like this. This story is 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 old, you know, and the Mighty Ducks kind of started that story but they took it from the bad news bears it's like it was like the bad news bears i want to say the bad news bears started the story mighty ducks took it and then like they just ran with it for the rest of the fucking 90s and like every 90s movie that's about sports is ripping it's kind of ripping off bad news bears yeah like the mighty ducks did it uh, there was this other movie called The Big Green. They did it. Uh, Little Gi- Little Giants did it. You know, it's like they're all they're all kind of the same fucking movie. The Mighty Ducks have done it three times. <laughs> you know, they're doing it again. They had like a new TV show out. Like they they just keep they're, they're just repeating that cycle. 
But anyway, let's talk about the movie. Like, I look back at this movie as an adult, and I was quite bored. I was quite shocked at how bored I was of this movie. Like, this movie is not as funny as I remembered it was. I was like, I didn't, I think I laughed maybe once. But this movie is really serious. It's really somber and it's really gritty. I didn't, ex- I'm like, looking back at this movie, I didn't expect that. Because I was looking at it as a kid. I was like, oh, it's kids playing hockey. And now, as an adult, I'm looking at it. And I was like, this movie is really, really somber and really gritty. And the acting is good. The acting's like, it's too good for a kid's movie. To the point where I don't think this movie was originally meant for kids. I don't think this was originally meant to be a kids movie because they focus on they focus on Gordon Bombay a lot in this movie. Uh they focus on Gordon Bombay's past a lot and like the kids play the black they play the uh background for the most part like uh, except for Charlie uh played by uh Joshua Jackson like he's the kid that they focus on the most mainly because Gordon is uh trying to bang his mom you know like he starts a relationship with Charlie's mother but I was shocked to see how little the kids were focused on in this movie and like Goldberg Goldberg like the goalie is like a breakout character you know like a lot of the characters that you that you know Goldberg, Averman, uh the black kid. <laughs> I forgot his name. Uh like the girl, you know, like a lot of those characters, you know, they're not focused on a lot. They're just there. You think you know you think that these characters go on to become these like iconic like kids characters. They 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 got a lot to do, but they don't. They really don't. I'm shocked by that. Uh, 10 minutes into this movie or 15 minutes into this movie, we get a racial slur <laughs> that gets turned into a term of endearment. And that's a problem for me because uh, uh, Jesse Smollett, yes, that Jesse Smollett <laughs> and Brandon Adams, they play brothers in this movie, uh, Terry and Jesse Hall. They're the only black kids on the team. And like, they get called the Oreo line because one of the kids on the rival team uh calls them the Oreo line because like they have to go and, and match up when the, with the puck when the puck, puck gets tossed up and it was and like the kids say he's like what is this the Oreo line and then after a while that gets turned into a term of endearment that one of the kids even says he's like yeah Oreo line <laughs> or something like that because he scored or some shit and I was like, bro, I was like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even notice that shit when I was a kid. It's crazy how much you notice as a kid, but yeah, man, I'm like, I really, I really watched this movie. I really watched this movie and really got nothing out of it. It's just really, it's just a really straightforward movie. It's very, it's very well acted. The hockey's good. You know, it, 
but the kids, but like the kids play the background. It's mostly about Gordon Bombay dealing with his past. That's what the movie's about. It's mostly about him dealing with his past. It, like the kids are not the kids are really a non-factor. The kids are kind of used as a MacGuffin, really. The kids are a MacGuffin in the first Mighty Ducks movie. It, like they're used to help Gordon Bombay get over his past and become a better person. Because <laughs> he's kind of a dick at the beginning of the movie. But like that's what they're used for. They're used to make him a better person. <sighs> I got nothing. I really got nothing. I was like, dude, this movie's this movie's kind of a dud. This movie's kind of a dud when it like when you when it comes to talking about a movie on a podcast. I try to find movies that are interesting. You know, I try to find movies that are interesting that I can get a lot of stuff out of. And even if the movie's not interesting, I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best. I'm 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 telling you how the sausage is made, people. I'm gonna try my best to try to find things that I can talk about and make them interesting. But there's not a lot in this movie that I can make interesting. I'm gonna find a way somehow. I'm gonna find a way somehow because I gotta do a show. I watched this goddamn movie. You know, I spent time on this goddamn movie. I gotta watch it. I'm gonna review it. But, like, there was there was really nothing. This movie's just really fucking straightforward. There's a couple of things in here that was like, oh, wow, that's kind of problematic. Um, that's it. That's pretty much it. It's, a, it's your run-of-the-mill fucking movie about hockey. That's it. Like I said, don't really, I don't really have a lot to say about this movie. It's just the acting. Like I said, acting's good, hockey's good, story's a little drab for a kids movie. That's it. I really got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing to say. <laughs> I got nothing else to say. It's like everything else is just really fucking straightforward. That's it. I still get a movie a three out of five because of how good the acting is. Like, the acting is really, like, the acting is really fucking good in this movie. I was shocked. And I was like, yo, man, this is a, this is a good movie. <laughs> this is just a good movie. It's a good, it's a good, straightforward movie. It's just the story's a little drab. That's why I gotta get, I gotta give it a three out of five. You know, I gotta give it a three out of five for that. That's it. That's my Mighty Ducks review. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I got fucking nothing. Join me next week. Join me next week when I review 2001's Ghost World starring Scarlett Johansson. I'll see what I can get out of that movie. Hopefully that, hopefully that movie doesn't disappoint. Gotta smack my teeth in... Just whatever, you know. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it off now. Watch Mighty Ducks. It's on Disney Plus. It's really good. I'm sorry I kinda had to give it a, I can't give you give it a th- four out of five. Four out of fucking five. It's a good movie. I'm gonna change my score. I've never really done that before. Four out of five. It's a good fucking movie. Go go check it out on Disney Plus. It's actually Really, it's actually a really good movie. Till next time, peace.